Jeep's regular product giveaways happening here on the Jeep Talk Show. Every month and sometimes every week, the world's most downloaded Jeep podcast will be giving you, the listener, a chance to win serious gear from major companies that you know, love, and trust. You want a chance to win tires, suspension components, maybe more? Listen every week for your chance to win big. Delaney Jeep Fest coming up the weekend of August 12th. What a great Jeep event you don't want to miss. Go to ToledoJeepFest.com for more information. You're listening to a 4x4, 4x4 Radio Network podcast. And this episode of the Jeep Talk Show is brought to you in part by SimpleTire.com. Tony purchased a set of Nexon Rodian MTX tires from them. They had the best price online, and the shipping was super fast. Tony had the tires in time for our very first Jeep Talk Show event, even. Simple Tire, the easiest way to order tires online. Are you ready? It's the Jeep Talk Show with Wendy. There will be body damage. Jeep Mama. Are you sure? Josh. Yeah, I don't think so. And Tony. I think that's a huge deal. So sit back, strap in, and brace yourself. The Jeep Talk Show is the official Jeep podcast of Mr. Vanderquack. Keep listening for weekly updates about Mr. Vanderquack and his mission to help the children at St. Jude. Go to MrVanderquack.com. That's M-R-Vanderquack.com. You know, the, the traditional spelling of Vanderquack. <laughs> V-A-N-D-E-R-Q-U-A-C-K. It's such an unusual name. It was really funny. It's cute. I love it. Yeah. Hey, you know, it doesn't matter to ha- if you have a Jeep, on a Jeep, or never do anything but Jeeps, this show's for you. Josh, Tammy, Winnie, and myself are here to inform and entertain you while we talk about strange name spellings. Jeeps. Or Jeeps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we J- do a Jeeper. Josh, on this episode of the Jeep Talk Show, we're going to enter Tammy into a spelling bee. And uh, Jeep made a promise it hasn't kept. We found out what it is and why. Keys left behind are leaving two boys behind bars, and I've got all the details. And I've got a feel-good Jeep story as well. Later in the show, I've got an all-new must-have for you overlanding Jeepers out there as well. I'm Tammy, a.k.a. Jeep Mama, a.k.a. Jeep YouTuber, nearing the 10K subscriber mark. Woo-woo! Hi, I'm Tony, and I learned something new at the recent Jeep Talk Show off-road event it, and it is possible that I was wrong about something. <gasps> no. Find out in tonight's Gladiator segment. Local Jeep news, national Jeep news, and news from around the world. It's This Week in Jeep. Well, earlier this month, the Jeep brand announced its new marketing campaign involving Universal Pictures and its new release, Jurassic World Dominion. The campaign highlights two of the brand's newest electrified plug-in hybrids or PHEV models, the Wrangler Unlimited 4XE and the Grand Cherokee 4XE. Both models hope to put the Jeep brand at the forefront of the electrified 4x4 movement. With the launch of the all-new Grand Cherokee 4XE soon approaching, the Wrangler Unlimited 4XE currently has been the best-selling PHEV in the United States marketplace. Unlike the Grand Cherokee 4XE, which will be released with six different trim levels, 4XE, Trailhawk 4XE, Overland 4XE, Summit 4XE, Summit Reserve 4XE, and High Altitude 4XE, the Wrangler Unlimited 4XE currently only has three available trims, Sahara, High Altitude, and Rubicon. I didn't want to say 4XE anymore. 
Upon its initial release, Jeep stated that a sport-based model would be available as a late model year offering and would carry a more affordable price tag for budget-minded Wrangler buyers. Well, that all sounds fine and dandy and is on par from what we would expect from Jeep or any automaker for that matter. So, what's the problem then? The problem is, Jeep never released the model. In a, re in a recent press release, the global president of the Jeep brand, Christian Meunier, said that Jeep is under some very limited production schedules right now, and it will take time before more trim levels are available for the Wrangler 4XE. Spy photos keep coming out to hint to a sport-based Wrangler 4XE being tested on public roads around the metropolitan Detroit area. So it could be soon, or it could be some time still. With the continuing cost of fuel on the rise, as well as inflation of car prices, and with the chip shortage still in effect, well, a cheaper hybrid Wrangler is guaranteed to be a popular seller if it ever does become available. As to when that is going to happen, well, let's just stay tuned for the commercials. So I went to that movie, Jurassic Dominion, or whatever it was called. Yeah. Was, Jur Jurassic I was, Maverick, I think, is the one yeah. that, that, that you're talking about. Right. There you go. <laughs> I was I was kind of disappointed because you really didn't get to see the seven slots, and it was just kind of the way they shot it. I was like, wait a minute. It wasn't very jeepy. The The first uh, Jurassic Park movie was good. All the rest yes. of them, not so much. Even though I, I really like, uh, what's his name, Chris? Uh not what's his name? Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. I really yeah. enjoy Chris Pratt. Oh yeah. But, but I it, mean, that I just yeah. No, I'm sorry. I'm I'm not interested in seeing your Jurassic Park movies. I just felt disappointed because I was so excited to see you know this Jeep in the movie, and it was just kind of I don't know, just disappointing. Well, well I think the first was one was very Jeepy. Yeah, uh, this I think was more about product placement, and and I, I'm guessing it was more uh, of a focus on the electrification. It's a profit aspect deal. of it than than <laughs> anything else. I mean, they they had what was it TJs or YJs in the, in the first movie? Yeah, and those were supposed yeah. to be electric YJs, as well, right? And they just they just sort of re relocated the tailpipe and made them sound like a Jetsons car. So you know, it was like, oh, those are electric, and we're supposed to believe that. And well, these are actually electric, and I still don't think we believe it. But <laughs> no, and you really couldn't tell it was a Jeep because well, yeah. they didn't really show the front of the Jeep, you well, know, and it was just well, they kept the power was, cord hidden so they could drive right, around well, as long as they had those uh, <laughs> three hundred feet of uh, cord extension cord. Yeah. Well, I had uh, alluded at the top of the show that uh, somebody left their keys behind and it put two boys behind bars, and indeed it did. Two male juveniles ages 16 and 14 were booked into the Youth Assessment Center for theft by receiving stolen property after they were found in a stolen, brand new 2022 Jeep Wrangler. Lincoln police were called to the 5,000 block of the South 72nd Street around 945 <laughs> on Tuesday morning. Officers spoke to a man who said his Jeep had been taken from his driveway. The LPD reports a uh, fob to the vehicle had been left in the glove compartment. Well, the vehicle was located with the help of its onboard GPS, and about three hours later, officers tracked to the UNL Recreation Center at 841 North 14th Street. There were two male occupants inside, both took off running, and both were caught and taken into custody. Uh, that's kind of boys, what Boys, 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 yeah. So what's the deal Girl. about unlocked doors and uh, I actually like the locked doors. And glass I, I is easy know. to break, so let's just go on. I mean, what what's the deal? I mean, uh, is is it all about not following basic rules? You mean uh, people you not, not locking their Jeep or their vehicles? You know, did you not go through a rebellious phase yourself and, you know, maybe even a slightly destructive phase where it was really, really fun to blow stuff up and oh, break yeah, stuff? Oh, yeah, sure. But, I mean, as far oh, as breaking into, 
But instead, instead of breaking in somebody's house or driving away in a vehicle, I mean, there's a movie called Grand Theft Auto. I mean, there's a game called Grand Theft Oh, wait a minute. Maybe that's why. <laughs> the game of Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah. No, I think, uh, you know, this is uh, just sort of boys being boys, but in a, in yeah. a little bit of a modern era and of course if you're going to take a brand spanking new 2022 vehicle yeah it's going to have gps all over the dang thing so uh the fact that they even thought they could get away with this for i don't know any period of time whatsoever i blame the parents where the hell are the parents they're the ones that need to be uh need to be taken into custody need gps on the parents see where they're lo- where they're at whenever things are going on like this yeah well, here's a feel-good Jeep story for you, and it's uh, a lot right along the lines of, uh, of a topic that's near and dear to my heart, breast cancer. My, my own mother is a two-time breast cancer survivor, so anytime I see Jeeps and breast cancer together, uh, I get a little bit giddy, and, and, and I like to see what they're doing. Well, the Wabash Valley Jeep Junkies gathered 682 Jeeps all in one place for its May 21st Go Topless for Pink ride and raised 85 thousand plus dollars pink of terra hout an all-volunteer nonprofit that helps those fighting breast cancer the annual event began in 2017 and aligns with national go topless jeep day the third saturday in may in its first year the event brought in 217 jeeps and raised fifteen thousand dollars not too shabby right the last year well the event raised a then record seventy two thousand dollars the group thanks all the volunteers, the many stops that participated, in, including Mark Swanner and Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 157 for providing a host location. Terre Haute Regional Airport for hosting the obstacle course. Yes, they had one of those as well. Terre Haute Chamber of Commerce for hosting the Wabash Avenue stop, a- Avenue stop rather, and the 12 Points Revitalization Group. The Terre Haute has become one of the top destinations on Go Topless Jeep Day with Going Topless for Pink now the biggest ride in the midwest according to the organizers wow nonetheless 682 jeeps in one place that's almost the amount of jeeps that we had at the second annual jeep talk show nearly (laughs) nearly (laughs) minus about but we didn't collect any money damn it we could have come out ahead we could have got new jeeps (laughs) or at least lease at least one (laughs) <laughs> a little over eighty-five thousand uh, dollars. That's amazing. For- that is great. It, that is that is just awesome to me. So hats off, big fat Jeep wave goes out to the Wabash Valley Jeep Junkies. Uh, just incredible, incredible uh, support for for their cause. And uh, I just I, I absolutely had to put this out there. We got some great pictures in the show notes as well. Uh, and of course, we'll probably have a link to uh, to their website or Facebook page. so You guys can go check them out as well. You know, when you uh, so this story came up, I immediately thought about Mr. Vanderquack and uh, collecting for St. Jude's uh, yeah. Children's Research Hospital. And that's a, an, another absolutely great uh, charity to uh, you want to be a part of. And we certainly did. So uh, just go over to, uh, like uh, Tammy was saying earlier, MrVanderquack.com and see how you can uh, help support that charity. You know, Josh, it's not very often that I get an opportunity to correct you on a pronunciation of something or pronunciation. Oh, God. What if I butcher now? <laughs> Terre Haute, Terre Haute, Terre Haute, Indiana. And uh, the reason why I know the, and you're going to, this is a good timely reference. I was going to say, how does Tony know how to pronounce anything? There you go. That's exactly (laughs) right. The only reason I know how that's pronounced, or at least how it was pronounced in the movie, was watching the Steve Martin movie, Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. It was the only town that the Nazis were able to take off the map was Terre Haute, Terre Haute Indiana. And I'm, still, I'm not even saying it right. <laughs> but when I heard that, I went, wait a minute. That sounds familiar. What is that? No, it's Terre Haute. Uh, Josh yeah. is just 
butchering it. So I'm sure there's a whole town of people that are like, you bastard! So people are going, you know, there's going to be a, a, a movie watch list <laughs> from for people listening to our show. If you haven't seen Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid, one of the big, the big uh, lines in it is, pajamas? We don't need no stinking pajamas. So you need to watch this movie. It's, it's hilarious. Timely reference, Tony. Exactly. <laughs> if you've got a timely reference or even a news tip response to any one of our stories, we'd love to hear what you have to say. You can do it by phone or by email. Go ahead and reach out to the show, and you can do that by heading over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. There you'll find all the different ways you can reach out and engage with us. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network podcast. Hey, Jeep Talk Show. This is Nate from Michigan. Looks like you guys had a great event down there in Texas. Maybe I'll be able to come to one of them in the future. Looking forward to it. And just want to say, keep it cool with a lava jacket. Have a great one, guys. You know, Nate didn't make it down, but we had several people from out of town, including yourself, Josh. You were definitely in from out of town. Uh, but uh, but Chuck from Kansas. Uh, the Garrett was also from Kansas. I think he was a little closer uh, in, in the state of Kansas than Chuck was. And uh, we had a gentleman come out, uh, actually a gentleman, his uh, uh, several family members drive in from Louisiana. And uh, that was the guy that lost the one of his uh, tops from his uh, uh, his uh, JK, I believe it was. And uh, so I uh, just so touched to have people traveling, especially with gas prices the way they are. Oh, we had somebody come from Missouri. Uh, wasn't that Larry that Larry? came from? All- Larry came from Missouri, Missouri yeah. And he, was, and he was there for the first one, too. Uh, yeah, and, and more twice. and more importantly, Duke, uh, his dog came with him. Because I think we owe him an oil change by now. <laughs> <laughs> Gladiator. My name is Gladiator. Gladiators. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Gladiator. So, Josh, Dolores, I'm sorry, Tammy, I may have Dolores. been wrong. Dolores. Dolores. <laughs> I'm thinking about the old Seinfeld episode. Oh. <laughs> yep, yep, I may have been wrong. Uh, Josh, <gasps> you were at the second annual. Say it is. It's so. You were at the second annual Jeep Talk Show off-road event. Did you, you notice? Can't prove anything. Did you notice right that there. Greg from Underground Graphics and his 2020 Jeep Gladiator with those nice rock, sli- si- rock sliders, but sadly with the side steps? Did you notice that? Because they hung yeah, down. Yeah, no, I did. I, I, I actually got a picture of his uh, air freshener that was a rather unique one that I had to send to a buddy of mine. Uh, he got a kick out of that. Was it an upside down pineapple? No, it was a pug giving you two middle fingers. Ah, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Because a pug with fingers is a, a sign of uh, radiation in the area. So, uh, I, you know, I often give Greg a hard time. And when I saw him there uh, at the uh, the 8 a.m. Uh, meetup, uh, Area B of uh, Hidden Falls, uh, we I, I had to give him a hard time about those side steps. He goes, yeah, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if I could, should come out with these side steps. And I uh, thought about replacing these uh, these rock sliders. But I said, no, you're fine. We're not going to be doing anything uh, anything really bad. So um, I've actually succeeded in, in bullying somebody enough to make them feel bad about what they've done to their Jeep. So it's a, it's a success. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but but you were you rode with Greg a few times, and you certainly were out there with uh, with the group. Uh, oh, I yeah. didn't see Greg get hung up on anything. I think somebody no, actually made was, the comment that it, it came close. But only it, when I was riding with him, my fat ass in the passenger seat, <laughs> there, <laughs> dragging a little low there. But no, I'm absolutely kidding. No, uh, he did he did really well. Oh uh, yeah. We, 
we uh i don't i don't know if i went through any obstacles with him or just a section of the trail but i mean either way we got off camber we were in four-wheel drive uh most of the time so um i mean we were out there uh doing it so uh, but yeah i wish i had a chance to actually uh uh, stay in the vehicle for some obstacles, but uh, but you you got a chance to wheel both I think in front of and behind him uh, at times. You got a chance to see pretty much everything he was doing. Yeah, I mean Greg was uh, doing stuff more stuff than what I was doing with uh, the Gladiator. I think he went through uh, what was it uh, it's called Tight Rock or something? You know where that those two rocks are real close. Oh yeah, that's right. He did go through that. Yeah, and then up that uh, that obstacle to get up and out of that area. Uh, so he he does he's doing really really good with his wheeling. He's been taking uh, classes and stuff. I think he's been doing the offroading101.com uh, classes. I think he did the 301 a couple of weeks prior to the event. So mm-hmm. he's doing very mm-hmm. well. His gladiator's doing very well. And uh, if you're curious about the setup on uh, on uh, Greg Underground Graphics, uh, his uh, his Jeep is uh, uh, 2020 Gladiators. I mentioned. I believe uh, he's got the Mopar two and a half inch lift like I do, but he has 37 inch tires on his wow so wow. that gives him a little that's, more clearance that's what it right. was yeah if he had 35s he would have been dragging those damn steps all over the place it would have made a difference i mean that that one inch of uh, of height certainly could make a, a big difference so uh that, now are those side steps like just regular side steps or are they like because you put you said nice rock sliders what, what, what would be a regular side step well like those plastic ones on the Saharas. No, definitely not plastic. They're they're aftermarket. It's uh solid. They're solid rock sliders, but unfortunately, oh. they have the side steps welded to them that drop down what six, seven inches. Oh, okay. If that, uh, I'm not. I've I've seen worse, like the car ones, C A R R brand right. ones, and like the anything right. from Smitty Belt. Uh, yeah, they, they hang way low. Uh, these were not not quite to that extent. My rock sliders have steps too, but they're built into the top of them, uh, and they don't protrude down below. Right. Uh, similar, similar concept, different design. Yeah. But aren't yeah. aren't rock sliders supposed to be sliding on the rocks, even if they are the side steps? I mean, aren't they made to with withstand that, or am I mistaken? Well, anything that this uh, that hangs down, especially right. that is not going to rip off whenever you go over a rock, is potentially going to hang you up. And and, right. and that's the whole idea behind him not or people not getting rock sliders because it's not really going to slide over that rock when it gets to the oh the, mine do the, 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 what, do you have a sidestep no but that's what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> okay. that's what I'm saying well, well, the rock we're gonna slider, we're gonna get together we're gonna pull up a whiteboard after we're after the show here we'll draw it out and we'll get all get all this clear no I under I totally understand it but if the sidesteps are metal too wouldn't they just slide over the rocks as well again i'll reference Maybe. you to the whiteboard we'll do after the show <laughs> so the other thing i wanted just to stick it up for greg well no that's what i was doing i'm saying he did a, a fine job out there with that and because of his lift and the configuration of his jeep he didn't have an issue with it so i may be wrong depending on the uh, the configuration that you do for your jeep so i don't know if you guys have seen the dash cam footage that i put up uh, of a commercial delivery van trying to push his way into the lane that I was in. Now, I'll just mention, people just wanting to you know, move into the lane, that's common. Sometimes they'll signal. Uh, sometimes they think that, I, I, I swear to God, I think they, they think that it, that's all they got to do is signal, and now it's their lane. Then uh, it, it doesn't work that way. But uh, this particular uh, area of uh, the road that I was on is uh, going up to a flyover, and it's not unusual to have 30, 20, 30, maybe even 50, depending on the time of day, vehicles all in line creeping up to go over this flyover to get on i-10 
and it's not uncommon because the the right lane is empty because so much so fewer people are going eastbound that people will just fly up that way because you know they need to be someplace and you don't oh they did that in charleston it's annoying it's all over so and i purposely don't leave a lot of room i don't want to tailgate the person ahead of me it's not their fault that uh that i don't want to let people in so uh, but i i give enough room uh there to make it uh plausible (laughs) to the driver in front of me that i'm not being aiding them in yeah that i'm not that i'm not trying to get them to move uh, but just just so people will go, oh, there's not enough room there for me to wedge in, so I'm going to get behind this vehicle or travel up further. Anyway, this 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 guy, this delivery driver driving this huge billboard for a business, <laughs> decides that you know he he's running out of room here and he's going to come over. So it's, he's it's he's going over a, a solid white line and even yeah. a, a divider that has little slashes in it saying, "Don't drive here." Oh my here. gosh! <laughs> so. I, I, Did you like zoom way up so he couldn't? Get well, that's in? what that's kind of my point is. I didn't. I didn't do. have to zoom way up because I was already very close to the vehicle, and yeah. all and all I did was just kept driving up so he wouldn't be under the the, the delusion that I was going to let him in. And uh, so anyway, I posted this up on our Instagram. So if you haven't seen this, and it, maybe you don't even know about the Jeep Talk Show Instagram, this is a good reason to go over there and have a look at this. That is a, a very long video. Uh, a much shorter version was uh, was put up on TikTok. And TikTok, there were so many divisive on both sides comments of people saying, just let him in. Why don't you just let him in? What's wrong with you? Just let him in. Well, I actually asked one guy, if you're in a grocery store line and somebody wedges their basket in between <laughs> your basket yep. and the person in front of you, are you just going to go, oh, well, yep, come on in, buddy? Or are you going right. to say something? Right, exactly. And, and of course, I got no answer to that <laughs> to that question because it's like, oh, it's not the same thing. The, the basket doesn't weigh 6,000 pounds. Yeah, it's like, well, yeah, it is the same thing. It's called cutting in line. It's called about being courteous to other people on the road. And I love, it, I, I love his uh, expression of, of courtesy with the single finger uh, that he had the audacity to to display. That's, that that was that was a bonus. Oh, it, it's just amazing to me. And and, and I, I'd like to hear from you guys. What do you, you, Josh? What do you think of this? I mean, I know you, you used to drive forty miles uh, to work one way. Oh, I was going to say I've seen it all, but yes, <laughs> this this and and then some. Uh, no, this this guy in this you know giant Sprinter van that's been fully wrapped with uh, you know companies logos and stuff like that. I mean, clearly uh, he he was you know doing the douchebag maneuver of trying to you know cut up in front of everybody so he didn't have to wait in line. Look, we've all been there. I've I've done it myself. Uh, but I typically won't just cut somebody off like that. I make sure that there's an opening. Well, you go up there I, and you turn on your blinker. You could even come to a complete stop or at least drive and, slow. I, yeah, you know, you, there, I think they call that an agora point or something like that, where the, you know, you got that triangle of, of painted pavement right there that, that's kind of in between the two lines. Um, you know, he could have been that guy and rushed up there, sat right there, and waited for somebody to let him in. Yeah. And, and you know, everybody makes mistakes, you know, like, oh crap, I'm in the wrong lane. But you don't do it by just muscling in because you made yeah, a mistake. No. That's that's not cool. That's not cool. So I'm 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 gonna side with everybody that's on Instagram. Is you got a lot of uh, a lot of comments there that pretty much sided with with you. Uh, that you you know you kind of held your own. You did the right thing. Uh, you're not gonna let these people you know bully you into uh, having to you know a, suddenly do a, an aggressive or uh, braking or steering maneuver to allow them to to come in. 
Sorry, I'm watching that video, and it actually right at the point where the guy flips you off. <laughs> oh, like, you know, he's scared, happy. Dude. He's so happy, yeah. too. He's just so happy. <laughs> hey, uh, so, Tammy, what about you? What do you think? when, when If this happens to you, I mean, uh, you didn't have oh, a winch. Has. You didn't have yeah. a winch for a long time, so maybe you, you didn't care. Uh, but uh, what do you think? Was it was this a situation? Is this let them in? I mean, let them cut in line. What's it going to uh, hurt? No, I dealt with this in Charleston, South Carolina. It was in television news, and I had I was in a Bronco our news vehicle and constantly happen and i would not let people in sorry wait your turn get back in line like everybody yeah. else this is why we all get yeah. along yeah. we're all assholes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know i could see wendy getting really hot about this right now just you know about saying the same thing she would also right. say they probably uh, 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 put trash on the trail too <laughs> right exactly <laughs> So it, yeah. I'd like to hear from you guys, the, the the listener out there. What do you think? If uh, hopefully this has been articulated, where you understand what we're talking about, people running up along the line, and it doesn't have to be a flyover. There's often construction in areas. Steve O was telling me before the show that in Chicago they have a lot of construction, and people know there's construction, and they know they're going to have to get over, but yet they run all the way up to the front of the oh, line yeah. and then cut over at the last minute. Yeah. Uh, so so what do you guys think? Is this a situation where and then, mind you, this is a common thing that happens in this location. Do you just let people do that and keep putting your pushing yourself back and everybody behind you back? I mean, you're making a decision not only for yourself, but everybody behind you to slow them down as well. I don't think it's the right thing to do. And and uh, if you are supposed to let people in, where are the cops? I mean, this is a hot spot. Where are the cops? There should be a, a police officer uh, sitting right there watching people. And then you're going to have a lot of people oh, going I eastbound. I think justice was served, Tony. I, I mean, mm-hmm. you didn't go out of your way to, to you know, uh, let the company know what was going on. You just posted it out there for all to see. And the company just so happened to get wind of it. And uh, and they made the, the right choice by uh, uh, deciding not to let that person drive for them anymore. <laughs> Well, he could be doing something else. I mean, they didn't say that they fired him, but they. I certainly understand where you. Of course, I I, I reached out. And I think I said in the uh, in the the original post on TikTok. This is marketing genius. Is this a, a guy a driver slash marketer marketer for your company? Because he's driving this billboard around, <laughs> and, and you know people are making uh, taking pictures and making note of uh, the company. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> what would make me the most mad is you're like this person's trying to get in and. The person behind you doesn't let him in. The person behind them, you don't let him in. But then the person in front of you lets him in. And I would get more angry at that person who let him in than the person right. who was trying it's to like squeeze him. We were in. all on the same I team. I know. You, you SOB up there in the Prius, you just had to go and let him in. It's formation flying people. Tighten it up. Right, exactly. <laughs> You're like, no, <laughs> don't let him in. <laughs> just follow the rules, people. Just follow the rules. And just letting people in isn't following the rules. This guy was clearly uh, driving uh, aggressively and illegally, and he was going to use the size of his vehicle and his uh, aggressiveness to go where he wanted to when he wanted to. And uh, he, he got he got told no at least one car length. And I'm sure that in the next few days, we're going to have just a scathing review oh, of yes. the Jeep Talk Show on one no, of our No, that's cool. I mean, you know, we, we like hearing from the listener. We don't care if it's agreeing with no, us or he's not. he's never listened to a single episode. He just butthurt because he got fired. So we'd like to hear from you. Just go over to Jeep Talk Show uh, Instagram or TikTok and watch uh, the, the videos I put up. Then call into our voicemail line and uh, let us know what you think uh, of me and my mother. It's fine. <laughs> 
My mom doesn't care. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and you'll find the number for that voicemail line. From the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G. And I know a lot of people are not really wheeling as much as they want to because of the high gas prices. And uh, I tell you, I understand. I want you guys to know that I just paid $1.80 for gas. Yeah, it was a order at Taco Bell. I knew it. Now, hold on, I could do better than that. For the first time in my life, gas prices are higher than my credit score. I know I'm kidding. Gas prices last year were higher than my credit score. Let's try one more. <laughs> they just invented a new fuel. They extracted it from insect urine. Yeah, it's called BP. That was cute. Yep, that's it. That's the one I'm going to go with. All right, boys and girls, I'll chat at you later. Have a good one. Bye. And it knows his audience. <laughs> so at work today, one of the my coworkers, he's a young 20-something kid, and you know we're talking oil filters and this and that and the other, and he like said, up, dog. And I'm like, what's up, dog? And he's like, not much. What's up, dog, with you? Or what's up with you? And I'm like, oh, good God. That's a Tony or a Nikki G joke. <laughs> and you said Henway? <laughs> exactly. And then I told him the Henway joke. <laughs> Did he go for it? Laughed and laughed and laughed. No, they looked at me like, you're a weird lady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, get, I get credit for the joke, though, and uh, I, I didn't get shut down. So that's good. <laughs> you can listen to the Jeep Talk Show live. You never know what will happen or where the conversation will go. You can only hear you. Uh oh. So you're actually getting the best part of the show, is what you're saying. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Join us every Thursday night and be part of our virtual campfire. It's the Zoom People Fall. Or whoever the spokesperson was. We're starting our own Zoom People podcast. (laughs) Follow us on Facebook and know when and how you can join the conversation. Was it an accident or was it on purpose? I just love that promo so much. I'm going to continue to play it even though it says Thursday. Even though it's, yeah, even though. Little out of date, not Tuesday. exactly accurate. That's from 1950, do, but I, let's still play it. How do we do Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, well, it's already Thursday. we got to change it to something else. Yeah, Taco so, Tuesday. So the, the Campfire Side Chat, uh, we have, uh, not, we're not doing that on the, our Thursday night recordings any longer, but uh, we do have the roundtable on Tuesday night, uh, 8 p.m. Central Time, and uh, it's think of it as an hour-long Campfire uh, Fireside Chat. So... Uh, it, it's it's an improvement because peop, the Zoom people get more time on the show. All right, so we have an interview coming up uh, next week, next Thursday. Cody Cameron of BridgeComSystems.com. Well, two comms in there. BridgeComSystems.com. They got ham. They've got uh, they've got some prosciutto. No, I'm sorry. They got ham radio. They have uh, GMRS. They have all kinds of good radio type stuff there. Check them out, and you want to check them out uh, before listening to the interview next thursday and then two weeks from that interview uh the we'll be talking with tony pellegrino of genright.com you don't want to miss this it is a for me personally it was a very interesting uh conversation with tony and even though it was a bit confusing when i said tony i thought i was talking to myself so you know but i worked through it i'm a professional hey tony josh tammy wendy it's steve o calling from outside chicago here with the phrase that pays it says, keep it cool with a lava jacket. Now, 
As I've not won anything yet, because I feel there's some bias here, but that's another story. <laughs> you got to make this more interesting. I'm pretty positive there's people out there that just turn the podcast on, fast forward, hear that phrase, and then call in. Why not do it this way? Give the phrase that pays a word at a time throughout the show. So maybe <laughs> two minutes in, you say key. Five minutes in, you say it. Ten minutes in, cool. And then ten minutes, thirty seconds, quit. And why not mix it up? It doesn't have to be in order. Give it, keep it first, and then maybe you stay with lava as the second word at nine minutes in. You just have to tell them what it is. Or maybe they have to unscramble the phrase, even better. <laughs> anyway, keep the face. It's a gorgeous day out here in Chicago. Out for a walk, and I thought I'd give it a call. Peace out. So I'm going to check with Steve and see if it's okay if I just text him the phrase that pays, and he can d- t- he can tell everybody about it. <laughs> he won't ever have to listen anymore. That'll be just fine. No. That would be so confusing. <laughs> oh, seriously? Could you imagine? Uh, you got to have your uh, Dick Tracy decoder oh, ring on. Right. A Jeep talk show decoder ring. I was <laughs> just thinking the same thing with a rat right. bastard on the uh, on yeah. the on the ring. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the rat bastard deep talk show decoder ring, and you can win. Although they're all out of calibration. Nobody ever wins. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if we don't give it away, we get it. So there you go. And, and well, by the actually, way... I uh, haven't given it that's away That's right. Yet. I was just right. about to say, you know, uh, we, we've gotten some calls in and everything like that. But, you know, i got to remind everybody that, uh, that you have to call in with the phrase that pays and exactly. say it correctly the first right. time. Yes. So, the, uh, so with that in mind, the lava jacket is still up for grabs. Still so in if play. You want one of these? Yeah, if you want one of these, um, it, it, it's it, you can still get it. Um, but if you've already called, then not so much. So, if you're out there and you're like, "Oh, I could win something from the Jeep Talk Show," this might be your opportunity. So uh, I didn't play it, uh, but Dr. called in and uh, he got to the po- point where he was going to say the phrase that pays. And he forgot it. He just rage quit. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's cool. Oh, Lord. No, he's cool. When he said, I, I can't remember, <laughs> hung up. Oh, uh, bless that DR. <laughs> uh, we're going to send him a Jeep Talk Show uh, notebook pad so he can take notes while listening to the show. <laughs> Beautiful. Brilliant. <laughs> you must have needed this every day. It's the Jeep Talk Show's must-have stuff. Pick of the week for your Jeep. Josh, i got to say, I'm more interested in this monocolored Jeep. I mean, the tires yeah, right. and everything are the same color. <laughs> That's <laughs> like bizarro. A <laughs> no, it's just a little uh, Photoshop action there. Now, going out into the wilderness, camping out of the Jeep, wheeling, taking it all in, it's great being in the outdoors. And getting to go and see all the places that, well, most people only get to see on postcards and in other people's social media feeds. But carrying all that camping gear takes up valuable space in any Jeep. And those rooftop tents, forget about it. The expense mm-hmm. of those things, the higher center of gravity. Let's not glaze over the fact that once installed, well, you're pretty much never taking it off. And it takes just as much time to set up that tent as it does any other flimsy-ass tent. So why not sleep in the Jeep? Well, because it's uncomfortable for one, but no, looking below the roof line rather than above it, a company called Oryx figured out how to fit a horizontal sleep surface above the seats, but below the roll cage. The corner of the platform above the driver's seat is, is also hinged so that you can still have a place to sit after the bed's deployed. It also provides a convenient way to hop up into the bed. It's Now look, it's not Taj Mahal, but it is enough to sleep comfortably, roll over, stretch out, or 
Maybe even get creative with oh that special my somebody. God, if you just fit, it would be such a great uh, a bonus. Who cares if it's rough? I mean, it's rougher being all twisted and contorted. Yeah, right. So you you pop the roof off if you wanted to, see the stars if you like, and when it does come time to put your boots back on and face the elements, well, Oryx has you covered there too. You flip up the air sprung hatch lid over the driver's seat and slide back down into the pilot's cavity. You're all you'll have enough space there to get ready, have your coffee, read your book, scope your route for the day, whatever you need to do, all with the bed still deployed. If you're in the market for a rooftop tent, you're about ready to drop that kind of money. Well, I urge you to check out your options, as you may find this a must-have over that top-heavy roof topper. Prices start around $650, and they go up to about $1,200, depending on how you outfit this thing. Now, did I mention these are 100% made in Fort Collins, Colorado? Yeah. So, you get, so what you get for your money, go check it out, what you actually get for your money, by checking out the images in the link for the show notes for this episode of JeepTalkShow.com. we got some great picks and, of course, the link to go get one for yourself. Good for uh, drivers up to 100 pounds. <laughs> no, Was there I, even I, a weight I, given for this thing? Um, I did look. I did not see one. Uh, but if it, it's able to hold two people, God, I imagine it's got to be about, in the you know, four or 500 pound range at how, least. How about two, should I say, physically active people? Does, does it make any comments about that? Because uh, oh, We're not talking about <laughs> sex in the Jeep run this episode, Tony. <laughs> you know, and, and the added bonus of this thing is if you're topless... The, the bear just thinks it's a buffet. Oh. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> now that you must have one of the most unique and well-thought-of sleeping platforms for your own Jeep, we're going to make it very easy for you. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com and look for the link in the show notes for episode 626. Have you guys seen the, uh, the, the what is it, Streamline uh, uh, travel RVs? And it, uh, it's colored like a uh, Twinkie because the bear does this. God. <laughs> Just use it as looking for the the cream filling looking on the inside. The cream filling, yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's not. I'm not the only one. <laughs> so uh, Jeep Mama's Fun Facts is up here. CJ four. Jeep Mama putting the fu in fun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the CJ four. Was there a Jeep CJ four? Well, just like the origin of the Jeep name. There are unclear, unconfirmed reports about the CJ4. The Willys Overland CJ4, or X151, was only built as an experimental concept in 1950 or 1951. It used the new Willys Hurricane engine and had an 81-inch wheelbase. The CJ4 body tub was an intermediate design between the straightforward raised hood from the CJ3B and the all-new curved body style of the CJ5. This Jeep never made it to the production line, but there is said to be one prototype that was made, but that is not confirmed. Apparently, though, some people say it was made and it was purchased in 1955 by a Willys Overland engineer who used it as a work vehicle. The CJ4 was sold upon that Willys employee's death in 1977 and was placed in storage for another 20 years until supposedly it surfaced again in 1997. It is reportedly being restored. Now, why did the CJ4 never make it to the production line? Some say war was a factor. And is there that one lone CJ4 out there? Who knows? There is a link in the show notes that allegedly shows the original receipt. 
So I'm thinking that we're going to hear from Chuck, our, uh, our rancher friend from uh, Kansas that says, yeah, I, I have it. it. on the shelf. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> it's in my barn. If Yeah. Well, there's a picture there that we have in our show notes that we'll uh, put in the show notes for the uh, for the listener uh, that uh, that looks like Chuck's barn. I mean, I don't know that he has a wagon, though, but uh, and I'm, I'm talking about a real old time wagon. Interesting stuff there, Tammy. Yeah, and that's really, really cool stuff. We do have a couple of historic pictures in there, uh, and uh, you definitely got to check out that link that uh, the se- shows the original receipt. It's all typed out. looks very official. Uh, definitely could be uh, an actual registration card from 1955. Who knows? I'm surprised the guy didn't uh, request to be buried in it. That would be uh, the, the great thing. Jeez, he right. probably it's had no idea there. what he yeah. had, yeah. Well, you won't have any idea what you have until you sign up for it. And that's uh, the Jeep Talk Show newsletter. It's full of all kinds of great information about the show, what we have coming up, what we're doing, who we're talking to, what we're giving away, and when. If you want all the inside information about what's happening with the Jeep Talk Show, you need the Jeep Talk Show newsletter. All you got to do is head over to our website, jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. That's the page where you're going to get all the information, how to reach out to us, how to interact, and of course, how to sign up for the newsletter. Click that link and sign up for it today. Don't worry, we're not going to spam you. We don't sell your information. You get one email a week directly from us, no third party. jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and sign up for the newsletter today. Well, Jeep, it looks like this episode of the Jeep Talk Show has come to the end of the trail. But we've got another episode coming up right around the corner. Until then, be sure to give us a call and let us know what you think of Tony's driving. And as always, <laughs> thank you for listening to the world's most downloaded Jeep podcast. Ten plus years later, I've typed the word tens of thousands of times, and I still can't help but capitalize the first E in Jeep almost every single time. Just the way I type, can't help it. I, that happens to me with uh, T and H, like a V or that, or one of those words. The H will be a capital thing. It's, I think it's uh, the loss of motor control. <laughs> it's what it, what's happening with the really the shift pushing button. that shift button hard. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, speed shifting, and people are looking at their watch, going, "Has it been an hour? No, it's been about forty-five minutes." Oh, I'm guessing since 2010.